Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. I've been very lucky the last week or so, had some really lovely guests that have come onto the podcast and I put a shout out for anyone else that would be interested and this lovely lady, Jo Osden, she reached out only over the weekend and already just by having the chat, pre-chat before we start this interview, I can see some synchronicities and you all know I love the S word and this lady is special, very, very special. So make sure you've got pen and paper to take notes because you are going to get a wealth of knowledge. I'd like to introduce you to Jo Osden, who is a yoga guide and an in sorry, let me breathe, yoga guide and intuitive transformation guide as well. So the detail and information she's going to share with us is absolutely fantastic. Jo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I've got goosebumps already and the listeners will know. I know it's going to be a good high energy interview when I start to get goosebumps because it'll be my guides telling me this is right. And already, like I said, in the introduction, when we're just getting to know each other, we've got synchronicities and people that listen to my radio show. I say the S word a lot and the synchronicities just show we're on the right. We're on the right page. So welcome, Jo. Welcome. so much for having me and I'm so thrilled that we have that connection because not many people find that connection with me I'm quite uh, I find yeah so I'm really thrilled to be here thank you thank you thank you so much I'm going to jump into the first question now Joe, can you describe your career path to date please yeah so when I left school um I was a hairdresser my mum was a hairdresser so I followed in her steps and um, from beginning through to my 18 or plus um, year career, I ended up having my own salon in Bath. I live in England. I'm, I'm living in Turkey. I'm currently in Turkey, actually. I'm English living in Turkey. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm a hairdresser for, for about 18 years. And then from there, um, I had a big old uh, transformation, you know, I, it was a time in my life when I ended my hairdresser career was when I realized that there was more to my life than being a hairdresser. So um, I took the big step of moving country, moving my family to Turkey. My husband's Turkish, so that's the relationship to Turkey. And we came here and my journey of finding out who it was and the transformation side of it was when I began to start meditation, yoga, and from there, that involved into me um, helping myself well and then wanting to, when the time was right for me, after a few years, I wanted to share this experience with others. So I opened a retreat center, a yoga retreat center here in Turkey. And for 11 years, I've been offering, um, no, actually nine years, I've been offering yoga retreats, transformation retreats. And within that, my yoga retreat business, my um 
the main reason for my transformation was because I had rosacea, skin disease on my face. And so after nine years of um, delivering my yoga retreats, I've then decided to try and reach out to people with rosacea to help them on their path because it's a very trauma-related disease. And so I've opened a private Facebook group for my rosacea sufferers, and I'm just building that business a little bit more, and I'm really loving it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And as you were saying all that, I have, I've got goosebumps. I can feel my crown chakra starting to open, which I am reliably informed it's my guides telling me, yes, 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 everything is right, because I'm very new to this well, I'm, I'm told that I've got quite a few guides. I'm starting to learn their names, but it's very mm-hmm. new to me. So sometimes when I get these feelings, other people have to explain what it means. But I know what this one means now. And so it is. It's absolutely brilliant. So thank, thank you, you so much for this information. Now, can, can I move on and just ask you, can you name three things that made you choose your current career and why? You've probably touched on that slightly yeah. by the introduction. So I think um, self-suffering, uh, my, uh, the suffering that I experienced in my grown-up years sort of caught up with me. And um, I always felt different growing up anyway. I always felt a little bit different from others. But um, I've got some core friends that would serve me enough. I've got like, I just a few core friends. And I was starting to feel really heavy in my body. I, was, um, I knew that my body, my body was in pain. My head just would not stop you know, negative chatter. It was just, I was sort of overwhelmed. I felt really disconnected and I sort of lost. I knew that I was a great hairdresser and was providing this fantastic service, making people feel amazing. But for me, I was feeling really bad inside. And when I was 25, I lost my dad in a car crash. So um, I was sort of carrying that around with me, even though I felt like I was doing fine. I was um, sort of bypassing my pain. And so that was the start of my transformation. Um, and that journey that made me change careers, I guess, into what I'm doing now. Um, and what was the next question, Carl? Um, the, um, the three things that made you choose your current career and why? Yes, yeah, so my own health and my own mindset. Um, the fact that I was quite horrible to live with. I was very full of anger and frustration around my, you know, my husband was suffering because of my suffering. And moving to Turkey I think was the absolute pinnacle of me being able to get to grips with who I really was and where I was going and that that is so lovely to hear and where you say when you share about losing your father I think there's so many of the listeners that can connect to that as well I lost my mother in 2014 so it still it still feels quite raw and that's when until something like that happens you think you think you're invincible it happened to my friends but when you go through it it's a completely different roller coaster and where you would have been doing the hairdressing probably self-employed as well so you have to go out you have to keep going no matter what and then you don't have time to grieve properly or go through any of those processes so everything you're sharing so many of the listeners will understand I mean I know I went back to work two days after I lost my mum and I I couldn't tell you what's happening they took me to one side and they said you shouldn't be here go home 
but yeah. you just go into autopilot so I can relate and the listeners will relate as well so far everything you've said yes and I told you my crown chakra they're telling me yes exactly where we can all learn those coping mechanisms and how yeah. to actually put that into place I'll move on I'll ask you what key values does your business offer you living my truth my um living my true purpose you know um I really feel like the work that I'm doing it doesn't feel like work to me it's um I think because I've um really taken the time to work on myself and to figure out how I can clear my trauma and be the best version of myself. It really doesn't feel like work. So it's just, that is definitely, it's just such an amazing feeling to be able to be doing that, you know? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And just, I can hear the passion in your voice when you talk about it. And I think that's exactly what the listeners will find as well. And like you say, if there's a passion there, it isn't work at all because you're just sharing your gift with everyone else and you're sharing yeah. what you love. And, it I is, am. and it's a win-win situation with that because then it doesn't feel like work at all. Yeah. So I'm going to throw this question in. Now, I threw it in, I throw it in just to, to mix things up when I'm talking to our guests. But, Joe, can you tell me what keeps you awake at night? Could be a positive, could be a negative, but is there anything specific that keeps you awake at night? Yeah, people, I think the thing that keeps me awake is that I, I wish I could, I wish more people would recognise my gifts. That might sound very egotistic, but I really do. I wish, because um, I know I'm a certain type of flavour of a person, but I just know what I'm capable of, and, I, and that sometimes keeps me awake at night of how can I be seen, how can I be heard, which goes against really, um, not goes against, but I've learned to become very much more patient and just wait for the right people to discover me, if you like. So that's the most thing that keeps me awake at night is knowing that there's too much suffering in this world. People are suffering through trauma. Sadly, we all experience trauma. There's no way of getting around it. And um, no trauma to me is a shock or a surprise. I just love the fact that with a little bit of work and self-realization everybody can be free of suffering everybody yeah yeah i tend to agree tend to agree and it is also i find not so much now because i'm lucky enough to say i'm in flow because i do an awful lot of work with law of attraction but i find what keeps me awake now i've got all my wonderful routines meditations when i go to sleep but then I get all these downloads and all these bright ideas and that's it. I can't switch off and I'm up. And like you said, it's wanting to connect with everyone and you've got such a great story to share. It's how do we do it? How do we yes. roll out? And for one, doing this podcast is going to connect you to your solar line yes. clients. And they're going to be able to, it's got a specific audience that started to pick up on this. I started this to share my business acumen and then I thought, no, COVID has taught me I want to push yeah. the spiritual side and that's where I'm happiest and all the different guests I'm having, we're all leaning towards the spiritual side and all the things that people are sharing is just amplifying mm -hmm. that message and confirming 
this is the right way to go. And I think with COVID, it's been such an eye opener. And I know people have been through terrible, terrible traumas, like you've said. But I'm lucky enough, it's helped my business grow because I can connect with people online. I mean, have you seen anything? Have you seen a difference with COVID? Do people reach out to you more because they can see that the spiritual side is the way forward? No, I think so. I think um, because my retreats are so personal, so so I only take four... um, five to nine people at a time because I really love to connect with those people. So working online for me was like, no way, I can't do that. But COVID made me open my computer, get on Zoom and start serving. And um, yeah, what's happened is as well, I was sort of uh, um, sharing with similar people over and over again, like in my little tribe, but this opened up, COVID opened up a new set of people and they all came in. And it's those people that... um, are having the most amazing yoga experiences and from my work. So, yeah, definitely. COVID has definitely opened my – because my retreats are closed, so I'm still being able to be able to reach out. I'm forever grateful for this Zoom and and the internet. So, yeah, there's definitely – and I think people like you and I, your podcast listeners, and the rest of the people that you're interviewing, as a collective, we can start together, start, you know, sharing our gifts and our inspiring others to come on board. Do you know what I mean? This is what we want to do, and this is why it's so important for us to be talking today for me. Well, definitely, I've got goosebumps. It's everything you're saying is just resonating. It's so, it's so good to hear with that. And listeners, like I said to you, I told you there'd be loads and loads of great downloads. Take all the details. And as always, when we actually um, publish the podcast, I will send all the links. So every way that possible that you can connect with Jo will be on the description so you can reach out to her. And I know after this interview, there's going to be a lot of people that are interested. So make sure you reach out quickly so you're first in the line. <laughs> now, Jo, you've mentioned a bit about this, but how and where do you work best? This space that I'm working on is where I'm working best at the moment. This is my balcony and it's my yoga studio, my office, my inspiration because I've got, you know, I'm great with the view and I can just sort of drift. One-to-one is the best where I work. I mean, I love working with groups, but one-to-one is definitely how I can get results really quickly. Um, And face-to-face, if I could travel to you, that would be even more amazing. I love conversation I love talking about things that are just whatever but anybody wants to talk about I'm open to so many things but yeah definitely one-to-one for me is my way definitely and to to the listeners we're taking we're doing this interview on zoom so I can see Joe's environment and it is absolutely gorgeous I can see blue sky greenery and it is and literally where you're sat, you've got, it's wall-to-wall glass almost, isn't it? So you've got, yes, you've got that panoramic view. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Joe has just shared with me that panoramic view. It's just absolutely fantastic. So, yes, once once lockdown has cleared, I think when everyone's travelling again, where your surroundings and where you work, that helps the flow right and like you say yes the one-to-one I know the energy that we've got just on this call 
So just imagine that for the audience, just imagine if that was you as a client for Joe. I've got goosebumps on goosebumps and you know the listeners that I say this regularly, but that's when you know the energy is really high and it's really working. So yes, absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. Now, you've mentioned a couple of things just as we've gone back and forth, but I'm just going to ask you, what tools do you use that make your work life easier? My intuition, um, my sensations of my body. Now, I really listen in to see um, what's going down, and that's taught me so much. Um, compassionate listening and just being in the present and in the space where I'm, if I'm serving you or anybody in your audience or if I was serving myself, I always offer myself every day time to um discover what joe needs you know i actually ask myself what do you need today joe how can i assist you today joe and that might sound a little weird to some but for me this is i'm serious you know like, what did joe need like last night i you know i found it a, a while to get off to sleep so i really take notice of that I, you, you know before i would have got frustrated and but i just took to my breath and i really just said it's okay joe you've had a busy day and I, that's what i do i really self-serve so Whatever you need, I need, what anybody else needs, I'm there. I'm there for you. I'm there present and I'm there to listen and guide and do what I'm. But, you know, come to me. I'm, I'm so many people spiritually bypass, you know. So if somebody is, um, especially in the rosacea, in the rosacea group, um, a lot of people are so kind and empathic that they help so many others and they just forget about their dear self. And they ignore this dear self and then it starts creating and starts playing out with pain or overthinking and. That is, you know, I love to be in present. And that is, and I'm going to say the S word, synchronicities. Again, when you say about that, and when you ask Joe, what do you want? I've got into the habit, like I've said to listeners before, because I do a lot of law of attraction, I will ask the universe. I I often talk to the universe. People might think I'm completely nuts, but I have conversations and I will say, right, what do you want to do today? Tell me what I need to do. Send me the downloads and the nudges and show me. I will do whatever they I'm asked to do by the universe, by my guides, because I know that's where you go and you have the fun and you deliver on what your true mission is in life. But it's yeah. actually, like you say, asking, what do I Absolutely. need to do today to actually yeah. deliver? And I'm getting goosebumps again because it is, I can see so many synchronicities in what you're saying. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad and happy that we are so synchronised. I think it's amazing. Now, this is my second longest question. So I have to take a big, deep breath when, I, when I'm asking this. Joe, what would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now? Nothing. Nothing at all. I know that sounds might sound crazy, but that's short answer, nothing. I don't regret a thing. I don't regret anything because everything that I've done, every mistake I've made, every decision that was wrong has just been my learning to where I am today. Losing my dad at 25, losing my mum six years ago, losing a baby, um, rosacea on my face. I don't, I wouldn't change anything, Carl, nothing. And again, I've got goosebumps because when you say that, 
you know you're in the right place doing the right thing because you you wouldn't change anything because all of that has been a learning curve to get you to where you are now to be serving your ideal clients so you can answer all that and where you've just shared about your mum that's literally the same time as I lost my mum so again synchronicity it's it's this is why we came together because we have so much in common and can understand exactly how how people are feeling and how we've got to this place in our lives currently so yes yes I tell you listeners I told you this lady (laughs) is fantastic isn't she and like I said we've we've met properly we've been chatting on and off through Facebook for a short while but today is the first connection and look how many synchronicities we have it's brilliant now Joe, what is your biggest challenge and why? Um, again, I think that goes back to being seen and to my work being recognised. I think that's the biggest challenge for me is um, I think every single person is so unique. So if we take my rosacea group or my yoga retreats, I have the ability just to know, not exactly, but I can really tap into what many people say you've just, your podcast just, it was as if you were talking to me directly. I just, I just sort of know. So the challenge, I think my biggest challenge is obviously social media, um, doing my, um, and just keeping myself out there. But again, I've gone really patient and I don't never write what people want to hear. I write what I need, what I want to say and that just connects all the time. My ebook connects, brings people in and different ways that I've sort of communicated. But my challenge is making, um, wanting to be seen more, which I know I need to relax about because the right people again will find me. So that's my challenge. Patience. (laughs) (laughs) It's, but even you saying that, this podcast will reach out to those that want to connect with you and it is it's going through that and it you've been driven to contact reach out to me we've connected and yes. it happens for a reason and I know I've yes. said the s word a lot but it is it's the synchronicity and where you can see and the connection we've got all you need is a few people like that and then they become your greatest cheerleaders and they they're out there and the testimonials they've given who they share with their friends and everything it's just it's just so special and I can't say enough where I can view I can see we're gonna have to see if on the description I'll see if Joe will share a picture or something so you can actually see the (laughs) idyllic surroundings that she's in because that helps you before you even start your journey of transformation, because you're in the most perfect idyllic place to actually do that work. So it is, it's just wonderful. It really is. Thank you. Now I'm going to move on and ask now, a few people have told me that this question I ask is quite egotistical. I didn't necessarily mean it to be. It's more to get into someone's psyche and see exactly how you're thinking. But Joe, how do you want to be remembered? Um, I want to be remembered for people coming from where they are to where they want to be in life, this lifetime. 
Oh, that's what I want to remember. Oh, that is wonderful. <laughs> that is so. <laughs> so yeah, that is it. I just want to be remembered for yeah, like taking people from A to B. It really, um, where there's less in so much is in as much ease. Just igniting their power, their potential, their self realization, their awakening. Just that's what I want to be left remembered by. Well, that yeah. is that is wonderful. And um, goosebumps on goosebumps. I feel like I'm being hugged now. When you've explained that, it is it it's just perfection. It really is true perfection. It's just great. I can, see, I can see why people might think that's an ego question. And maybe people listening, your person might think that's very egotistic for my reply, but that is it. I wanna be left knowing that I healed that person to help transform that person. Um, it's just an honour to do that, isn't it, for somebody? It's just an honour. Yeah, it is. And I say to the listeners, now, you're he- hearing Joe's response. She's in service to every single one of you because all she's thinking about is how to help her clients move from A to B. And this is where you yeah. start to really connect and see these are the right people to connect with those that want to serve and are drawn and put their all into it so many people go into this line of work and they don't understand what's involved you've heard the results you've heard the answers that joe's given she is one of the special ones that knows how to deliver Now, um, this one is worth thinking about because I think it might be similar to one of the questions I've asked you, so I'm not sure. My intuition might be going, so I might already know the answer, but I'd love to know, Joe. as a child, what did you yeah. want to be yeah. and how close to that dream are you now? <laughs> Again, I'm living my dream, Paul. I'm really living my dream. I really am. Um, I think when I transitioned from being a hairdresser to the work that I'm doing now, um, that again was a dream of mine and I fulfilled that. Um, when I was a kid, I was very sensitive, um, quite anxious. I knew I, I knew there was something about me that wasn't, not normal because what is normal, but I knew I wasn't like all my mates, you know, I was a little different and I had to almost not change myself, but I had to um, make myself fit in, if you like, because I was a little different and I spent a lot of time as well on my own. And But... Now, when I look back at Joe as a child, I completely get her because I've embraced that through my transition, through my like, through my own sort of evolving. And I love her. You know, she's come out to play where before she probably didn't have a clue where she could, you know, how to. So I am literally living my dream. <laughs> but that, is, and this is where you know, I said to you coming into this question, I feel like I already know. That's my intuition. <laughs> intuition that was telling me that yes you found where you need to be you found the ideal audience and you're happy in doing it even that journey that you've been on when you did the hairdressing you're still connecting with people and how many of your clients were you advising and coaching whilst doing their hair because it would have been automatic in your nature 
just yeah. to reach out and help people I'm sure I mean was it like that did you find do you have some of your clients as from your hairdressing days have they become your clients with your coaching now um yeah some of them have some of them have come on retreat but some of them no some of them um haven't which you know they're always welcome to I don't think many people believe that I gave up being a hairdresser because I was good at that but um I think now it's more of a case of people relating to my story or or, or relating to whatever I've been through and then coming to me through that way rather than um you know, I've tried to sort of, not brainwash people, but I've tried to sort of say, oh, but if you tried this, you know, it would be a lot easier. I've tried to sort of put my point across, but I've just learned that just does not work. Unless, and unless that person is sort of ready and a bit receptive, then I'm talking to myself. Um, but yeah, definitely hairdressing was like the, the foundation of me listening, of me, you know, I could say, hey, Pearl, how are you doing? I mean, and I could remember the last conversation. People were like, how do you remember that? And I'm like, I just did. And yeah, it was, and at the end, it was a bit like, um, what do you want me to do with your hair today? And I never really asked that question because they just knew what I was going to create. But it got to the point where they were like, oh, I feel, I don't feel so good today. You just make me feel happy. And I was like, um, okay, this is like, <laughs> this is a bit different than just cutting colour in your hair. And then I just realised actually, what you want is what I want from myself. I need to make myself happy now. I'm done, you know. So it was like a mirror image of what I actually need of myself. But yeah, definitely, though, I was... I've been in the trade all my growing up years, you know, because I've been a hairdresser, yeah. And, and definitely where you said about mirroring, mirroring yourself in that, that's what I do with the law of attraction, where you put the vibrations and you connect with the people that are on the same vibration as you, which I think is why we're connecting so well, because... It's always, I know what you're going to say is the answer. When, you, when I'm asking the question, it's like, Two or three of these, I I intuitively knew what your answer was going to be, which is teaching me I'm growing in what I'm doing and I'm connecting with my people and we're connecting together because we can yeah. help each other. And that yeah. and that's just confirmation that we're in the right place. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Now, this next question was me and one of my guilty pleasures. Because it's all about books. I love books. I love learning. I also yeah. love shoes. And people that follow yeah, me on, on Facebook, I often share my shoes. I've got about 300 pairs of shoes. It's a very girly. Ooh. But I thought, right, I'm also going to... <laughs> we can't really talk shoes. Well, I could. <laughs> but no, we're going to talk about books. And what I'd like to ask, Joe, can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them. Yeah, so my first book is called How Yoga Works. And the title really doesn't, well, it is actually bang on to the story, but it's a beautiful story about um, this young girl who lives in quite a poor area. And she, a bit like us, she knew there was more to the meaning of her life. So she took on a road trip, this pilgrimage. And what she went through to get to from A to B is just... You know, you're sort of at the book going, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening to you again. But it's just a story of perseverance, of determination, of looking at things, you know, something that look, could look really black to you. I could, you could see the grey and the white in it. So you change your perspective. It's just an incredible story. I absolutely love it. 
The second book that is completely, it's like my little Bible from when I started my, I went, from when I had my first Reiki session with a beautiful woman in Bath. And it's called The Frontiers of Health by um, Dr. Christine Page. You probably might know that. And it's beautiful. It's very holistic and it relates to the, um, the body as a sensation is the body's language. So anything that shows up in the body, we, I believe, she believes that, you know, um, the shoulders are related to carrying somebody else's burden and like the kidneys are related to your fear and the liver to your anger. So it's just an incredible book. It's taught me so much about my body and, and how I can relate that to my body-mind connection. And the third one is, I've only just started this one, but I, it's really taken me, and it's just like, oh my God, this is my subject. This is called Waking the Tiger by Peter Levine. And um, fantastic about trauma, about how we can, again, um, use our trauma, revisit our trauma, and then just like become friends with it and just move on from that place. It's an insane book and I can't wait to finish it. But um, those would be my three choices. And they are wonderful. And yes, some of them I haven't read, but they've now gone on my list to read because you um, sound exactly what I need for the next step on my journey. Now, I've heard some of the subject matter and the titles, but where you've actually explained it fully, I've I've got goosebumps again, which again is telling me the right direction to go, which is absolutely perfect. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. I'm then going to move on and ask you, who would you say are your key influencers and why? Okay, so my first key influencer is myself. Again, maybe it sounds a bit egotistic, but it is. I've learned so much from me that it's insane. I can't tell you. I'm like my, I, like I said, I've wrote a lean book and I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. I've been vulnerable and I've just shared whatever. And I've really learned and continue to learn every day from myself. The second influence in my life are my kids. They are the biggest teachers I've, you know, I have in my life. My daughter, my son, just amazing. Every day they just teach me to parent them in a way that serves them, um, to listen, to be there, to be present, and um, they are amazing. And the third, again, it's very, very family related, but you know, it's just how it is, is my husband. Because he is the most, he lets me be me, but he also is a massive teacher for me. He pulls me up on little bits and he might make me look at things, but he's a tremendous person. But also he's very, um, so open to learning his true path too and his purpose. And that's amazing. And I have a fourth one, but it's, it's, it's a subject that I'm not, it's, I think, he, uh, I don't know if you've heard of human design and it's a, a system that, once I learned what my design was, just completely made me feel 100% human. <laughs> so those four things, Pearl, are really, um, and of course, people inspire me. I've got teachers that I go to, a certain a few teachers that inspire me through anatomy or through um, human rights activism and things like that. But the people that influence me every day are those three. Yeah, and this is... 
again, this is the connection because almost every one of my guests have said exactly the same. They've mentioned yeah. people in their family. Amazing. those that, re- that they really connect to, which again, I'm going to say the S word, the synchronicity, <laughs> because it, it right. is, every, every question we've gone through has just cemented where our connection is and where we're working in similar areas and where we can help each other, which is, is absolutely great. It really, really is. And it's so good to hear. I'm now going to move on to my, my longest question. I don't, sometimes I think, why did I put this one in? But I, it brings quite a bit of interest with it. So I take an even bigger, deeper breath for this. And right, Joe, if you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would that meal be and who would it be with? If I could share a meal with anybody, it would be my dad. Because he was a real stable and he gave me such a great foundation. Me and my mum had a rocky old sort of road, really. Um, There was a bit of jealousy between um, my mum... I don't know why, but she was a bit jealous of me and my dad's relationship. As in, we used to, I was always interested in what he wanted to do, but he always had great conversations with me. He was always interested in what I was saying and what I was doing. And uh, he was very kind and just um, like through my childhood, I would always go to my dad first. I had that bond with him. Um, so if I could, I, I, even though my dad got killed when I was 25 and he was only 50 years old, I mean, he was just 50 years young. I no longer carry a sadness about that. You know, my dad has made me, you know, he's given me the tools to be this person. And I'm so, I know that I'm, I'm just so proud that I had him in my life for 25 years now. I've got, and he's with me, you know, I, you know, he's, you know, I believe that, that, that he's around me, but it would be definitely my dad because I never felt anything but myself when I was around him. And it was amazing. Yeah. He was a good man. Yeah. Yeah. And what meal would you share? Oh, a roast dinner, of course. A roast, yeah. Oh, this, and again, synchronicities. Almost (laughs) every one of my guests, again, has mentioned family members. And roast dinner comes top of the list when it comes to meals. I mean, all right, this is a global audience. And some places in the world, a roast dinner might not resonate. But believe me, for every one of our Listen, of my guests, roast dinner with lovely crispy roast potatoes. It's just, it's just a joy. It really is. And And it was a family meal. I think that's why it's so. Because you know, Sundays we sat down for a roast like we did, and like we do in England, and uh, you know, it was a lovely time, a family time, and it's a great memory. Yeah, it is. And again, where you share, I mean, I'm lucky enough to still have my dad. And I grew up, I can really attune to what you were saying, because my dad was a god to me for years and years. Everything he said, that was it, yes. And then I hit my teenage years and I started to form certain opinions. And that's when me and dad had our first arguments, because I disagreed with some of what he said. Okay. And then the next day I'd come down to breakfast and he'd be saying what I argued about the day before as if it was his idea. And I think <laughs> it's, where, it's where we were just growing. And it is, it's just so special. And again, when you say the relationship with your mother, 
mine was the same. I developed a figure quite early on, and my figure was nicer than my mother's at that time. And there was an awful lot of resentment and jealousy between me and my mum. I was lucky enough, we were very close before we lost her. But growing up in my teenage years, in my early 20s, that was a rocky, rocky road because it just, it we clashed. And I yeah. think where maybe she wasn't happy in certain relationships and I went through a divorce because I was brave enough to do something and my mother yeah. didn't. And again, you get to an age and you think, yes, I can see why she felt that. But at the time, you don't understand it. It's part of that journey of seeing and I'm getting goosebumps yeah. again. It's going right up and down my back, the connections and where you're agreeing. But yes, it's so, I'm going to say the S word again, the synchronicities and what you're sharing. And I think there'll be an awful lot of listeners that can also connect in that way and everything. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, well, Joe. Thank you. I'm next. Where's the time gone? We've only got two questions left. It's been lovely just uh, listening and hearing your ideas and what you want to share. Now, these questions, this is where we get to learn about what Joe does, what your services are, and how you can help people. So what services or items do you offer to your clients or customers, Joe? So at present, my retreats are on hold due to COVID. So I'm offering one um, online lessons through Zoom um, just to keep my passion for yoga flowing and reaching as many people as I can doing that. Um, sometimes uh, a few years ago, I was in England doing workshops and things like that. But um, for me now, because of this COVID situation, I've gone really into my rosacea work, really helping people. 415 million people suffer from this disease. And um, my little private Facebook group is growing slowly. I've got about 90 members. And this is a disease that stops, it shuts people down. It's very, um, anything to do with your skin, especially your face when you can see it visible. So self-confidence, self-worth, self-sabotage, um, and trauma. At the end of the day, it goes into how we've been raised, what our parents thought, a bit similar to what we've been talking about. And it's a really nasty disease that can keep you trapped if you don't find the right guidance and assistance and support to get you up because what rosacea does it makes you believe that you are doing everything you possibly can to cure but you're not doing you're doing everything that's sort of outside the body but for the inner work you just don't want to go there because something's been really hurtful or painful people don't want to travel back and what people don't realize is you don't have to travel back you just visit these these things and um, so I'm helping people. I offer a month-long package for people to work with me. And through that, through listening to them, I my gifts are that I can read between the lines and just get them away from a mindset that keeps them stuck and into a place of, of feeling, of knowing, and of realization that they have the power to overcome anything. So my rosacea work is big for me at the minute. I'm really trying to build that. Um, but I also work, offer one-to-one mentoring. I've, I've mentored people, guided people who lost their parents through suicide, um, parental, most of it is parental, sadly, conditioning, 
I, you know, I've sort of specialized in rosacea because it's my thing that I've had and cured and got through. But my, I could say that my work is quite vast. Grief, I'm a grief addiction, so many things. But yeah, it's um, rosacea is my speciality because there's not enough people. It's, it's so misunderstood. Yeah. And again, your passion comes through when you talk about it and the understanding and the connection that your clients will have. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's just just wonderful, wonderful. Then I'll go on to the last question. I can't believe the time's just flown by. <laughs> Do you have any special offers at present that you can share with the listeners? Um, I have an, an ebook. My ebook is called Tune Into Yourself or Suffer. That's a free download. That You can get that from my website. I have a little PDF that I wrote. It's called The A to Z to Healing. And, but it also could be called The A to Z to Emotional Freedom, if you like. Because healing, people are frightened of the healing world. And I've just listed from A to Z ways that you can come, like A for anxiety or whatever I've listed there. So it's a great little sort of reference book to go into and go, Actually, the reason I'm feeling that is probably because of this. And I offer um, free discovery calls, I guess, like to um, get to know you calls through my rosacea group. So people can go onto my rosacea website and they can book a call with me if they're experiencing any sort of skin or anything I've spoke about if they're relating to. I'm, I'm open to talking to anybody. And um, from there, I just listen, give some guidance and see if I'm the right person for them to take them forward into their dreams, wishes, desires, healing, and anything else that they wish in this lifetime. Oh, it's just everything you offer. It's just so wonderful. And for the listeners, as I've said, all these areas that Joe has shared, I will put all the links to that so you can can go to joe's website you can see to download the ebook that you've got the pdf the a to z so you can actually learn and also ways that you connect with joe that you can actually book those retreats for when we come out of lockdown but also you've got those online yoga classes that you can be taking now that you can be connecting with joe and actually working with her so just make sure like i say you've taken you see everything, you'll see everything in the description. So make sure that you reach out and you connect with Joe. And it just now, it just brings me to say thank you. Thank you. It has thank you. Been a pleasure. It really has. And can I ask you now, Joe, would you be a returning guest? Would you come back to the podcast and discuss certain ideas and everything with us, please? absolutely Pearl I could talk for hours about any of the subjects that we spoke about so I would love to come back and and revisit I'd also like to say before you close Pearl what you're offering is really special there's many people that offer a similar thing to you but the um, technicalities of it and the way they go about it is so wrong you know the first question they want to ask is how many social media listeners you have or uh, likes I, I am just really fed up of that approach. It's like the person, whether you're famous, not person, not known, everybody deserves a voice as you're doing. And what you're doing is tremendous. And I really thank you for your lovely FM, your gifts, and for sharing what your, your work is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.